Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Breaking the Shell, the show where we break stories to tell, break stories to inspire, and break stories to touch lives. I'm Christian Murray, and tell me, what's your story today? For this week, we will be continuing our series entitled, Facing New Realities, Fresh Mindsets to Live By. So as a short recap on the last episode, we have discussed lesson number one, which is on embracing uncertainties. That while it is true that we cannot control the changes happening around us, we are in control of our reaction towards those changes. For this episode, we are moving on to lesson number two, Mindset Reset, which will be discussed by our first guest here in the show. Yes, you heard it right. We have our first ever guest here on Breaking the Shell. Let me give you a short background about her. She is an up-and-coming young professional in her own career, serves as one of the church's young co-leaders, who is actively sharing the gospel not only at church but also in the workplaces and mediums such as social media. She's also my friend, who is more like a little sister to me. Her name is Vijay Tiare, and she will be sharing her experience and learnings here in the show. Okay, hello Vijay, and welcome to the show. Hello, Ate Krisha. Thank you for inviting me. So, before anything else, how are you today, Vijay? How's work from home? Well, it is working really well. Thank God for the Wi-Fi we have here at home. <laughs> and thank God as well that I was able to go home before the lockdown. <laughs> oh, that's good to hear. So, okay, so let's begin. I know that there's a lot on our plate this afternoon or in this episode that we are going to yes. be talking about. <laughs> so, we are going to be focusing on lesson two, which is on mindset reset. So, yes. um. Before before we start with the lessons that you have learned, can you give us a short background uh, regarding your cancer experience? Um, what was your initial reaction or how did you find out about your condition? Can you share it to us briefly? Sure, sure, sure. To be honest, I found it out by surprise. What really happened was that I was wearing an off-shoulder and then I was looking at the mirror as usual and then mm-hmm. I noticed something at the middle left side of my neck. I took a p- picture of it. That was evening. And then the following morning, I sent it to a group chat to inform them that I noticed something and then asked them as well, should I be worried about it? Because I felt like it's, it's it was something weird. I also sent the same picture to my sister because that time I thought I could not inform yet my parents. Mm-hmm. And then she said that I should go and get some checkup. So after that, I scheduled a checkup with an EENT. Then he told me that I needed to get an ultrasound. So I had an ultrasound. And then it was also this time that I informed my parents. But they were not worried at all. Mm-hmm. My I remembered my father just replied to my text. And then he said, Amping. So that, that was just like that. It was just a normal one. So it felt like an ordinary checkup thing. So I also started asking about hereditary thyroid thingy in my mama's relatives. And then there I knew that my auntie and my first cousin already had no thyroid. So with that, after the ultrasound, I proceeded to the fine needle 
aspiration biopsy. So, it was like a caught of guard thing. My mm-hmm. initial reaction was actually strange. I felt nothing. All I knew was that I needed to undergo the process. So, when I was informed about biopsy and then asked how it usually gone through, I was like, okay, that was just it. So, that was just mm-hmm. like that. But when I informed the rest of my friends and even my sister, they were really worried as if it was a big thing. And then some of my friends, they did some research about thyroid and biopsy. And so that's why I also started looking at the videos about how does it work. And then I was amazed. So to answer your question, I did not worry at first. Mm -hmm. But when I had a biopsy, I was Um, shocked actually because it was just a normal thing. I was seated in a cool chair. There was an injection. It was pierced through my neck twice mm-hmm. towards mm-hmm. my thyroid. Um, the doctor got some tissues and then and there it was done. So the second was the second one was quite painful actually, but Yeah, the results really came out late, super late. So, so I did uh, the biopsy. Was, when uh, was when, that? When when did oh yeah, when did that happen? Was that it last, wa- year? Early last, last year? Last year. Last around what? Uh, um, around late of July, and then mm-hmm. I got the result around mid of August, if I remember it correctly, and then the result was really bad. It was really bad. So it was just that time when I started to feel sad about it, but not to the point of giving up. So it was just sad because there would be other expenses moving forward. So it's more mm-hmm. on concern of the finances rather than the health status. <laughs> yeah, because it's unexpected. Yes. It's unexpected. Yes. So um, for the sake of our listeners right now, um. What was your can? What what was the diagnosis, um, for your condition that time? It was a thyroid cancer. So thyroid that cancer. was the first. That was the what? first um, result. Mm-hmm. What stage? Was for it? the stage, it was not um, that determined yet because I uh-huh. needed to undergo another. Um, laboratory to understand or to properly determine the stage of the cancer but what is what was certain was that it required um, operation mm-hmm. so uh, that's why you under you have undergone the radioactive iodine therapy right yes but mm-hmm. for the type of thyroid cancer because there are a lot of types of thyroid cancer the first mm-hmm. one was follicular thyroid cancer So it is more is parang it's like a scarier type of thyroid cancer. Mm-hmm. So that's why I sought out for another round of um, checkup. Check but this, yes, but this time it was um, in a hospital, a prestige hospital, mm-hmm. for assurance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then so, it was still a thyroid cancer, but this time it was papillary thyroid cancer. So okay. it's more a curable type if I go through um, RAI or radioactive iodine therapy. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so um, going through that kind of uh, therapy or treatment, can you share to us what was your preparation? Because um, as what you've mentioned, it is radioactive uh, type of uh, treatment. So what was your preparation or and what was your experience going through that? Um, okay, so I needed to have RAI or radioactive iodine because the operation revealed that the lumps in my thyroid were malignant, meaning mm-hmm. it was cancerous. So it was really proven um, right after they took um, out my thyroid. So that was a total thyroidectomy operation, meaning entire thyroid was removed. So in other words, I had um, surely thyroid cancer. So unlike my other relatives who also underwent total thyroidectomy, theirs were just benign, but mine was malignant. So that was why I needed to undergo RAI to kill the remaining cancer cells in my body and as much as possible to do it while I was fresh from thyroidectomy. So the preparation needed for RAI were really challenging to be honest. For me to be qualified for Mm -hmm. RAI, I needed to be hypothyroidism or underactive thyroid. So, I should not feed any remaining thyroid cells in my body. I should make them very, very, very hungry so that when I would, when I would have, I would be having my RAI, thyroid cells would consume everything. So, and it would kill them. So, our thyroid, your thyroid gland, it loves iodine. It really loves iodine. So in other words, I won't eat anything like, for example, with salt. Mm-hmm. All products, as long as it has iodine, I needed to avoid it. The problem is that most of the products have iodine content. So not only to the food, but also some drinks have iodine content. So it was really challenging. I could not eat anything. So my endocrinologist, she gave me a low iodine diet cookbook and it was really helpful. So we went to the grocery and bought all the common weird ingredients there. So I was on a diet. I had separate rice. I only drink distilled water. So I was like a baby. All (laughs) products. We checked the ingredients. Iodine should not be there. My food has to be home cooked and for it to taste better, my mother bought kosher salt, honey, Mm -hmm. and a lot of sugar. But for more than a week, I needed to struggle a little bit because there were no available kosher salt Mm -hmm. that time. So just imagine what it tasted like every meal that I had. Plus on top of that, hypothyroidism means your thyroid gland should be weak. Therefore, it could not effectively do its task. And it plays a major role in metabolism. So with hypothyroidism, I was expected to gain weight, to be physically and mentally weak, experience fatigue, hair loss, irritability, memory loss, dry skin, muscle cramps, cold intolerance, depression, and a lot more. So it's a little bit scary, but this time for me to fight it effectively, I needed to know more about it. 
So, knowledge mm-hmm. is power. Research is vital when you are facing mm-hmm. health issues. So, to sum it So sum it up because this would take much time if I shared with all the preparations with you. There were mm-hmm. a lot of decisions to make during the preparation part and I was aware of the symptoms already. Now, I needed to overcome each of them. So my best strategy is to train my mind that I can overcome it and it is a vital weapon in wars like this. Yes, yes, I mean So uh, with that Jane um with all the things that you've been through I am one I am uh, together with the rest of your friends and your church mates your family have witnessed how you have overcome overcome this uh, battle uh, of your cancer experience so can you share to us uh, what were the lessons the highlights that you have learned while you were going through this What can you share to our listeners today who are going through the same struggles, even if it's not about um, health in particular, as what I have shared to you, we have discussed uh, regarding the new reality or the new normal that you are facing right now. So uh, can you share to us what have you learned from all of this experience? Yeah, sure. So, well, like what I have said a while ago, I dig more into learning. So, I needed to know the battle that I am facing. So, the purpose of that is to know how to overcome it because I seriously needed to go through it So by mm-hmm. training my mind. So, in every circumstance, in every trial, it's really important to train your mind. Why? Because I believe that if you train your mind, your body will respond accordingly. So I call this mindset reset. So it is an advocacy that I have been living out, most especially during the cancer journey. But the real need of having a mindset reset, the real need of it is to determine the will of God. And that's the heart of it. So just a little background of the mindset reset. Actually, the birth of that advocacy was through a leadership training. So we had a leadership training one Saturday with the church that I go to and one session we went through was um, about Romans 12 and there I learned how to determine the will of God so it is in verse 2 of Romans 12 can I read it so do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of God what is good and acceptable and perfect but I like more um, the NLP version of this don't copy the behavior and customs of this world but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think then you will learn to know God's will for you which is good and pleasing and perfect. So there I learned that I needed to change my mindset in order in order to determine the will of God. So this was during the time when I was really seeking God's will particularly in career and relationships. So I was really hungry to know the secret in determining God's will. And then there I found the answer and it was through mindset reset not joining how the usual earthly human being thinks. But of course for the sake of the proper context Um, the verse 2 is in the continuation of verse 1, which originally talks about offering your bodies to God because that time 
the people were offering their bodies to idols, to unpleasing and immoral doings and practices. So that's it. So I was really thankful that I knew this secret about Mindset Reset right before I needed it the most. So I already learned this months earlier than I was diagnosed with papillary thyroid cancer. So just for everyone's awareness, it takes a strong will to change your mindset. It really takes a strong will to change your mindset. You can probably do it, but you cannot stay it renewed. It takes a strong will to fix the way we think. Because let's be honest, when trial comes, our first response is that, okay, we will lose, I will lose. And it is so bad because we lost without even trying. We let our emotions take over us. We forget to use our mind. And that's the powerful weapon that we can have if we can just utilize it fully. So that is our first response. So second, if, second is we let negative thoughts take over us. Sometimes other people poured it out through bad words, impulsive, immediate decisions that actually cannot help to make the situation better. Or sometimes it, they break relationships or worse, they neglect the value of life and end it. So negative thoughts plus sad and defeated emotions equals obviously not a winning one. And that is really common whenever a person faces a major problem. That's why there is a mindset reset. Because mindset reset responses differently. So okay, how does it respond? So for those who are experiencing challenges right now, you can um, try this one, the mindset reset. So first, there is a strong belief that there is a purpose in every pain. And that purpose can only be realized if you go through the pain. Again, there is a strong belief. And by strong belief, you need to embrace the situation. You need to accept it because as long as you keep on denying the reality, you cannot actually face it and go through it. And therefore, you cannot realize the purpose of it. That's one thing that I really embraced during that cancer journey. The first thing that I needed to do is to accept that I am in this journey and to believe that there is a purpose in every pain. Second, there is a strong faith that God really knows what He is doing. God really knows what He is doing. So in life, there are things that you can control and you cannot control. The things that you cannot control, no matter how much you try to, you really cannot control it. And as long as you do not give it to God, you will end up tired and disappointed and overwhelmed and weak and defeated and felt like giving up. And that is not how you win the game. No matter how much you believe that there is a purpose in, in every pain, but if you do not let God do His job, you will end up losing yourself in the process. And with that, you cannot really appreciate that there is a purpose at all. So in my case, the things that I could not control were the result of my biopsies, the result of my operation. So the level of my calcium while I was recovering, a life of forever medications and blood tests, the hypothyroidism journey, the expenses, the days in the hospital, 
the period of time that I needed to stop working, it was like one quarter and many more. So all of these were battled through prayers. So I surrendered each uncontrollable situation to God. But there were also a lot of times that my prayers were not answered as desired, as how I wanted it to be. And that is also one major thing that you need to know and accept whenever you are facing trials or journeying through the valleys. That is also one major thing that you cannot control, how God answers your prayers. Yes, He listens, that's for sure. But as to how He answers, that is not always according to how you request it. But that doesn't mean that God does not know what He is doing. In fact, He supports it. It means that I do not know what the real picture is, but He does. That's why He answers my prayers differently. And it humbles me to remember those days, you know, when God does not answer just as how you requested it to be. We get sad, but it's all right. I also did. I also um, got really sad, but as time passed by, I appreciated the reasons why. Only then I knew why He needed to do it. And you know, what is more beautiful than how I foresaw my life to be? I could now give more meaningful testimonies. And all throughout the journey, whenever circumstances remind me of my limitations, and if it hurts me because it was not what I prayed for, I kept telling myself that God knows what He is doing. God knows what He is doing. And by this, I can have a mindset reset and regain another strength to face the battle. And the third one is, there is a strong person in you. There is a strong person in you. You need to believe that you are strong. If you fail to embrace this, you cannot sustain it. So the way I fight it is to embrace an identity that I am dauntless. So most of my friends know this. And dauntless means fearless, brave, courageous, diba right? Bonga? Yes, I yes. need, I need to believe that I am dauntless and a dauntless can face anything bravely. So when we talked about dauntless, it has something to do with the strength of a person. And of course, you need to know that a person's strength is limited. That's why whenever we are physically tired, we rest. When we are mentally tired, we rest to regain strength. Now, what if we are tired because the weight of the trial is too heavy to carry? But the fact that we are not capable of renewing our strength because we are just human. So how can we replenish it if we are already almost empty? So I want everybody to know as well that you need not to carry all the burdens all by yourself. Yes, you are a strong person. You can be dauntless as well. But you need somebody stronger than you that can sustain your strength. And that is one of the specialties of Jesus. So God can carry any burden. So all we need to do is to surrender them there to surrender them all to him so the secret in becoming and maintaining um, being a dauntless is that jesus is in me so because of that i am 
a strong person. So God wills me to be strong and it is not in my own doing. So those are some of the basic principles that I have in my mindset reset and it was really helpful in my journey. So there is a strong belief that there is a purpose in every pain. There is a strong faith that God really knows what He is doing. And there is a strong person in you. And to be honest, I am able to enjoy the cancer journey because of this mindset reset. When I was in isolation for my RAI therapy, I was really prepared for it. So in fact, I was just having fun. Imagine, I was having a therapy and I was just having fun. I loved whenever my doctor just knocked at my door, opened it, and avoided coming in. So they never came in. So I loved whenever my nurse just used an intercom to ask updates about me. So I loved whenever um, they checked the level of my radioactive in the body from time to time. So if if it can it could be something that um, made me worry it could be something that made me felt unfair why i experienced this but you can change your mindset and consider it as something to be grateful for so for me cancer i i i i really believe that cancer had no right to take away my joy so and i stood firmly on it so all I knew was that I needed to go through it so it is either going through it enjoying the journey or going through it struggling in the journey so if there's anything that changed my mindset during the process it is to have a healthy mind so sometimes you really cannot choose to have a healthy body especially when hereditary hereditary diseases exist like mine but you can choose to have a healthy mind. So you, and you know what is more beautiful about a healthy mind? It is contagious. Whenever people look at you and remember your situation, you cannot control them to not worry about you. That's true. But they because they have their feelings too. And it's okay. But whenever they see you having a positive outlook in life, you help them to be positive as well. Yeah, so that's it. That's 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 the entire journey actually. What's so great about it is that um it it went positively like everything of it, right? We we see joy through you through those times that we were praying for you back then. Yes, yes. And I'm first I personally want to thank you to also join me in prayers. So mm-hmm. And to everyone, actually, it's not just only to my family, to my relatives, but a lot of friends and a lot of groups also joined me in, through prayer. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yes, and with that, the experience has become a blessing. And we hope that this will also inspire others who are going through um, the difficult moments of their lives, especially right now that we are in a lockdown. We, we might seem lost sometimes. We might seem, um, we may feel that 
some things are going unfair in our lives and it's great that we have this series right now where we can first we can accept the uncertainties and right now we will train our mind to change the perspective to change how we see things that we are going through right now yes so, so thank you so much for being with us um, for this episode BJ thank you so much thank you so much Ate Krishna thank you once again BJ for guesting here on Breaking the Shell so before we end today's episode I want to reiterate one of the verses that she shared to us it's from Romans chapter 12 verse 2 it says do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. As we face a new week ahead, what areas of your life do you want to do a mindset reset on? Share us your answers by liking our Facebook page, Breaking the Shell, for more updates. And also feel free to send us your answers through our email, that's btshell.podcast at gmail.com. This has been Christian Murray. Have a blessed day.